My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I say to those among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the first reading, we are told that it's time to rejoice because God is going to do something extraordinarily wonderful to change the way things are. And the letter of James in the second reading tells us, yes, that's true, but we have to be patient because it's going to happen. But it may happen slowly and take time. So hang on to your hope. But be patient and hold fast to your faith that indeed God is doing something new. And the sign that you're not holding fast to your faith is if you start turning on each other, seeing faults and judging one another, complaining about each other. So rejoice, be patient, be careful that you're not losing heart. And the sign that you're not losing heart is that you will start finding fault with everyone. Instead, while we have to wait for this great thing to happen, perhaps the best way to do it is to start living each and every moment as if it already has. Now there's a challenge. It hasn't happened yet. But the best way to hold fast to our faith that it will happen is to live now as if it already has. Both Jesus and John the Baptist were calling people to that. They both called people to repentance. They knew somehow or another, if God's reign was going to take over the earth, something would have to change. John did it differently. John called people to repentance 
by changing their behavior. Clean up your act. Do the right thing. Stop being selfish. Stop exploiting one another. Stop trying to take advantage of one another. See each other not as a stepping stone to your own success, but see each other as worthy of deep and profound respect and love. And then you will be living now as though this new thing that God is doing has already happened. And while Jesus would disagree with none of that, his message was just a little bit different. Jesus called us to a different kind of repentance. He called us not so much to do differently, but to first to see differently and to judge differently. And he took as his cue the prophet Isaiah and the other prophets. Your behavior is a problem. But your behavior is a problem because you're not seeing clearly. And by cause you're not seeing clearly, you are judging wrongly. And by judging wrongly, you are finding good reason to complain and find fault with one another, to judge and condemn. And so Jesus says, we need to change the way you see. We need to change the way you judge. And notice in the, in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah that this new thing that God is doing starts in the strangest place possible. God wants to restore creation to life and unity and harmony. And according to the prophet Isaiah, that action begins in places where there is no life. Not in fertile fields, but in barren deserts, dry, parched land. Somehow or another, this new thing that God is doing brings life out of death. Brings fertility out of barrenness. So if you want to start seeing differently, start looking in different places for what God is doing. Don't look for God's blessings in prosperity and wealth. Look for the barren places, the lifeless places. And look carefully there to see how God is going to bring forth good, wonderful things from places that we have discarded and thrown away as useless because we've judged them to have no value. And the second place after the barren deserts and the parched land well, lifeless places on earth where God does his new thing is with those in our eyes and our judgment we consider broken, defective, the blind, the deaf, the lame, the lepers. But Jesus tells us through the prophet Isaiah, look at them, look at them differently. When you lose your hope, that God is doing something new, you can only see them as in the way. Or worse, that they are signs of God's curse among us. Look at them differently, Jesus says. See what God is doing in them. Imagine that the blind can see. Imagine the deaf can hear. Imagine the lame can dance and leap for joy. See them not as curses, but as blessings. 
see them as the places where God is, is restoring his creation to wholeness. And do not judge them as somehow defective or broken or useless or cursed or in the way. For they are the places where this new thing that God is doing to restore creation to health and wholeness is happening. If you look instead for where you think health and wholeness comes, you may, not, you may miss what God is doing in places where you aren't looking at all. And so rejoice, for God is doing something great and new. And be patient because it's going to take a long time. And don't lose heart. Because when you lose heart, you will take your eye off God's action. And instead of seeing one another as the place where God is transforming creation, you will judge one another harshly. And then you know that you have lost heart. And instead, while we are waiting, and it may take a long time, but while we are waiting, the best thing we can do is to live now as if it has already occurred, valuing the barren places as places where God will restore life. Seeing those who we perceive as broken, as blessed, and as great gifts. Imagine the deaf hearing and the blind singing, seeing, and the mute singing, and the lame dancing. Because when you are able to look for that, you will see this new thing that God is doing, and you will be able to join in it and live now in great hope and joy without having to wait all that much longer.